What is going on, everyone? Hi. Hello. You can't can hear me. I can't hear you, but you sound like in a, like, I don't know. Underwater. Like, you yeah, in away. a distance. Yeah. Huh. It's good. We can hear you now. Right. Okay. This is episode 90 of Bruising and Banter Podcast. And it is Sheesh. Episode, it is by 21? 20, 21? 22? Distance in series. Um, and this week we do have uh, three, we, three guests. We have... Uh, Oak Park, Oak Park Brewing, uh, Raj and Jeff, and we also have Theodore Mac the second um, coming on live in just two seconds. <laughs> uh, so we'll um, actually we'll, we'll get everybody in and just see how it go. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys. Hey, what's up, fellas? Hello, yes. hello. welcome, 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 welcome. Can you guys hear us? Okay. Yes. yes, sir. Okay, okay, cool, man. Sorry about the delay. I had to run across town and there was a delay. Sunday church traffic, man. <laughs> yeah, you you yeah. speaking into existence. We didn't even know, man. You could have just said hello. <laughs> we <know, laughs> would have never known. You on time for us. <laughs> right. Oh, right. Hey, well, that's good, man. I like I like that, man. So I'm not going to So yeah. Uh, well, welcome to the uh, podcast. Uh, like I can say we have Rod. It is Jeff, right? That is how you say Jeff, right? Can you can you hear me? Yeah. We're we're having to fix the uh, volume. We can barely hear you guys on our end. So okay. uh, we're gonna try something real quick. We might have to cut our. <laughs> is right. it that you can't hear any of us, or is it just Rod? This is Raj. You gotta no. see my hand. Okay, so yeah, you're there right. we go. <laughs> All right, so you can I'm just, uh, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. That looked like it's a G off to me, but yeah, I'll I take it G off too. Oh, I know it was Jeff. That's yeah, that's yeah. yeah. G off. Oh, there we go. That was on him. Oh, like I said, we do have uh, Rod and Jeff, Oak Park Brewing Company, out of. Sacramento, Good. California, uh, and they're here with uh, a special guest as well, uh, Theater Mac II, that talk about um, people's beer and people's brewing. Uh, so let me bring Mike uh, uh, in as well. Bring him on in. All right, what's good? Wow. Ted, how you doing, Ted? Welcome, welcome. Good morning, welcome. gentlemen. How are you? Welcome. welcome. Doing great. Oh. Mr. Mac, what up? Hey, how you doing, Rob? What's up? You got yep, that you guys yeah. over there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we off over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So, uh, 
Oh yeah, we got a. This is weird, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yes, like, it's yeah. Uh, like left foot. It's, what's it called? Um, uh, well, welcome, uh, movie foot. Welcome, welcome everybody. To yeah, yeah. Banter podcast. Uh, like I said, it's episode ninety of our episode podcast, 90. and um, glad that you are here to tell us about this 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 beer, the brewery, uh, how the beer came together, um, and the actual the anniversary celebration that's happening um, as well. Uh, so. Uh, Without further ado, uh, uh, we could start with uh, you, Roger, if you want to tell tell a little bit about Brewery or, or Jeff, whoever, whoever wants to talk about it. Okay, uh, uh, yeah, I'll let Jeff talk about the brewery since he was here way before me. He was here maybe like eight months before me. Yeah, yeah, so. He said yeah. way before. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the brewery world, eight months is a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we... Uh, there was an old Oak Park Brewing Company that was here for about four years. They went out of business, um, and then the new ownership group took over about a year and a half after they were out of business. Um, we've been open about a year and a half ourselves right now. We just had our one year, technically our one year anniversary, but we were open, soft open for about three or four months before that. And um, you know, the ownership group is a great group of people. Um, one of them is my sister. Um, the other one, the other two owners are um, Dana Huey, who owns the Cheesesteak Shop and Mel's Diners in the Sacramento, Northern California area. So they have a ton of restaurant experience. And then the other third owner is Kevin Johnson. Um, he's been a great asset to what we're doing here. And, um, you know, we're here, we're having fun, we're trying to do things differently and promote things and promote inclusion and diversity and just have a welcoming, welcoming experience for all of our guests, no matter where they come from, what they look like, what they do. We're just all about community and, and good times and inclusion. So Yeah, yeah. And I, I just heard a familiar sound, so Jeff, I wanna Oh, you heard your open. Yeah. 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 Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Coffee in one hand and beer in the other. Yeah. Oh, you got a stout. Yeah. I heard that it was a slid in there. Kevin Kevin Johnson was part owner as well. Phoenix Suns, great. Okay. I'm a former mayor of Sacramento, correct? Uh, Phoenix Sun. He grew up in Oak Park, and so this has been one of his kind of projects that he's taken on to keep Oak Park, support Oak Park businesses, and make sure things are going well in Oak Park. So, you know, the old restaurant kind of closed down because they had some issues. issues. <laughs> uh, we're not going to go into those issues, but they had some issues, and they had a fairly bad reputation in the beer industry because of those issues. Mm. Kevin being from Oak Park and wanting to support Oak Park wanted to keep the name Oak Park Brewing Company um, basically to pay like homage to the neighborhood that he grew up in and so you know we kept the name in the beginning we had the we still change have to change some people's minds but you know most of the people have gotten past the old brewing company now and what was the issue hold on hold on because y'all don't like try to sugarcoat this what was the issue that was going on Sometimes you just try to gloss over things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seemed like there was just a lot of slander in the streets on that name, and they brought it back and made it made it the right way. Oak yeah, Park, yeah. Oak Park is a, a brewing is a beautiful name now, and it yeah, wasn't yeah. back then. Yeah, 
right. That's and a conversation beautiful thing. we have to have off camera. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows about it. All you gotta do is Google it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Google it. Uh, all right. yeah, yeah, I, I will. Google it. Yeah, yeah, I will. <laughs> no, basically, they they had some issues with um, the health department. Oh, one, okay. one, of the, one of the many issues they had, right, was the health department. Yeah. And so when I came in here to help out, um, I ended up cleaning the entire brewery, top to bottom. I stripped all the tanks. I moved all the brewing stuff outside. You know, I really wanted to separate the past from where we were going. And we had pest control come out for like six months before anyone ever came in here, completely destroyed the place. So, you know, we had the last two pest guys that came out over the last month said it's the cleanest restaurant they've seen in, in Sacramento. So that's that's the level we're working on now. So, right. Yeah. That's how you change the narrative for sure. Yep. Yep. Um, and uh, well, I want to just, I guess we can jump into uh, how this, uh, what we are here for, because we are all drinking the uh, the people's beer. Uh, I always forget uh, on this camera. Yeah, that goofy, that goofy foot that you got us on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't have to be drinking all too fast. They went quick, man. They went quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely a good lager. All right, so we want to so we want to jump in and hear about the story, how it came together. Uh, uh, Mr. Mack was telling us a little bit about it off offline, but I just want to see how how it all came together uh, on y'all end as well, and then we can uh, jump in and get get more of the feedback um, about how this this, uh, this beer is coming together, what your plans are for the 50th anniversary, um, and and we can go for there. Okay, uh, so this project came about. Kevin wanted to do something different, and. Uh, People's beer was thrown on the table. You know, of course, we know Mr. Mack's dad was the first black brewery owner in the United States. That's documented. And uh, you know, Kevin wanted to do something different. So he was like, hey, what do you guys think about doing this project? And I already knew who uh, Mr. Mack's dad was. I was doing research on him. And uh, I was like, I was in. Like when he said people's beer, I was like, we got to do this. So yeah. uh, you know, he reached out to the Mac estate and, uh, you know, we're, this is history in the making. So, uh, you know, we definitely are glad to be a part of it. So. A quick, quick question. How long did it go between original brew, Mr. Mac, and then OP, OPB actually reaching out to you to re reestablish the, the brewer? Well, uh, this has been a 50 year journey. Mm. Uh, my father, as I was saying before, was a pioneer in the industry. Absolutely. And he did it not just because he wanted to have a brewery. He did it because he wanted blacks to have an opportunity at a higher lifestyle. He believed that we can do it for ourselves, that we have the capacity and the intelligence and uh, the, the, the political will to get it done. And he did it. Because all factors had to be taken care of because we live in a country and we still live in a country that has that hidden racism. And so if we're going to make it, we got to fight what twice as hard a lot of times. And so when um, I got in touch with, uh, well, I didn't get in touch when they got in touch with the family, uh, Kevin Johnson's uh, executive uh, secretary got in touch with me. Then um, 
I said, okay, uh, let's move forward. And we got in contact and we really had a good conversation. And the reality of having Kevin Johnson say, I, I don't look at a man as, I don't look at celebrity and all that. See, that, that doesn't move me. I'm not a kid. <laughs> I'm 61 years old. I know a man when he gets his grind on. I know a man when he's telling the truth or he's trying to uh, dog or scam a brother like me. I, right, I'm right. It's going to be kind of hard to do that. But I fell in love with this man's heart. And I had the, um, I remember when he, we were talking one day and he said, this is great because we we're pulling it together. We finished the LOI, which is the letter of intent on how we were going to do this. And the next step was he called up and the night before he called up, I, I, I'm a man of God. I pray. I, I, I have a relationship with God. So I, I went to pray and something in my spirit said, yo, uh, you really need to lock down the uh recipe and have that ready i said okay well, i got everything right had it tight and the next day in my conversation with kevin he said you know what really so it would set us off he said if we had the original recipe that <laughs> father had for people's beer and my brothers what you just drank that was the original recipe people's beer that yeah. you're drinking something that been brewed 50 years later right it's older than all of us yeah and and i'll let you be the witness is it tight and is it right it's right it's definitely that's good man that's really good yeah that was brew kung fu right there <laughs> I ain't know if I should answer it or not. Is it right? I'm like, it's right. And it's absolutely tight. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, that's who we're supposed to do. You know, Kevin told me something I believe in it too. We were talking um, earlier this month, uh, texting back and forth, because I'm in Atlanta, he's in Sacramento, so we still keep in contact on what we do and how we flow with things. And he said, and I was telling him about some things that I had ideas about. And what I love about this collaboration is that, see, I'm carrying my dad's heart, okay? And I read his books and I have a box full of his papers. So I know what he's been through and I know how they try to take him down. Right. So when I see those pitfalls coming, I would let him know and I have some ideals and I would tell him, but you know, he would agree and not only agree on some things, but I saw a man in action. When I came up there to Oak Park, some of the things that we talked about actually happened. It was implemented, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so this is not just a talk. I, I'm not into people to just talk. I like people who make it happen. I like people who take action to get it done. Right. And Jeff did a great job. And when I, I told him that, you know, I remember when I was a young kid that uh, we were in the brewery and they used to pour that beer. The main thing that I loved about it was the golden color, color but yeah. the, the foam. They poured the beer, the foam would come all out of the glass. And I was like, wow, man, that is something. So once I told you, man, you got to have that foam. Got to have the foam. <laughs> and uh, see, he did what he did. You know, I'm 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 proud of what these brothers have done. Uh, the collaboration has done, and it's is a people's beer. One thing my father used to say is, it's not a black beer, 
It's not a white beer. It's a people's beer. Yeah. And he says, for the people. And we're going to make it happen. Even though the racist community that we have try to say, oh, this is going to be an end beer. You know what they're talking about. That they're going to change the formula and all that. No, this is the same beer you were drinking yesterday until the black man brought it. Mm-hmm. But they lost 19 of their major buyers in one day. That's wow. all. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So my father said, when the going get tough, I send me. <laughs> and so he went to all 19. Dang. And he got 18 back. Great. That's awesome. That's, that's yeah. Your dad, your dad was that's a gangster. Your dad. <laughs> yes, sir. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie The Mac. Yeah. So this just played out in that one scene where he brings all the Macs and the pimps together, and he's like, we got oh, to yeah. customize. Yeah. This was that scene, Mr. Mac, man. I hope you can rub off on me because you speak <laughs> You know, you yeah, you just you say the right things, and they just oh my god, thank you. Yeah, and like it's crazy because like like he said, it's a people's it's a people's beer, right? Which, which is true because everybody can drink it, but also it's like Black History in the can at this point. Yeah, like that yeah. is crazy. Definitely, yeah, that is just nuts. And if you look closely at the can, you see the story. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's yeah. a story, right? Yeah, right the can. If you look at the can, you see that story right there. Yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. There's the story, yeah. and it tells you a little bit of history. And to tell you what kind of heart Kevin has, he said, he said, um, he sent me a little snippet of what he wanted. You know, is this good? I said, no, nah, no, nah, man. You know, part of it wasn't how I would say it. I said, and he allowed me to change it up. And when I look at the can, I see it like I knew it should be. Right. You know, right. Yes. My yeah. thing is get it right. You don't want to give people an opportunity to say that you're lying or give them an opportunity that you can't produce. But it is a good thing, powerful thing. Um, it is uh, Black history. It is American history, and it is our opportunity to this time make it work. Mm-hmm. Now, Mr. Mac, were there other people? Besides OP OPB that came to you tried to get the the um, recipe before you heard not from before, Kevin and right after yeah okay okay right <laughs> after, yeah, after then they start once the floodgates uh, open <laughs> yeah Jeff's lovely wife had me to do uh, eleven or twelve interviews in one day you know <laughs> <laughs> like I was eighteen you know, yeah. <laughs> apologizing but boom here it is. <laughs> I'm sorry, but here's the way. You know, I'm Ted Max, son. Yeah. So you got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah. See, my father used to pick cotton, man. Here's a brother that picked cotton. Went to Ohio State University. His brother died. Then he went home to be with the family. Then he went to Marquette University to finish up his degree. He'd get his grind on no matter what. He went from picking cotton to picking men in his different businesses that he had. Yes. People's beer was just one of them. Right. Right after people's beer, he said his one of his partners say, Man, you should be crushed what they did to you with people's beer. He said, Yeah, it hurt, and I should be, but I don't have time for that. Mm. 
he put out of his briefcase another proposal for something else. <laughs> Always working. And then he was the first black administrator of a black hospital with black doctors and black nurses. Wow. That's the kind of brother he was. Okay. That's, you that's cry. Yeah, you may cry when you get defeated, but you rise back up and make it happen. Be strong. Yep. And 50 years later, we have an opportunity to rise up and let the dream continue with people's beer. I'm just I'm just happy that we get to have you guys on on this podcast. Like, what was it? A couple of weeks ago, we had Mac Brewing on right. the podcast, and he explained to us about people's beer and people's right. Work. Yeah, and That's I right. had no idea about your dad or about uh, Oak Park Brewery or any of that. Right. So, like, it's just our history. They always say our history is taught through language and us actually talking to people and having dialogue. It's right. not just it's not just in the history books because what you read in the history books isn't always the truth. Let, let me tell you something. Go ahead. What you read in history books is his story. Right. It's the winner. It's the it's winner. The story of the victor. Right. Absolutely. And they're always going to tell the story in their light. Yes. Right. And then those that they don't want to have light, they're going to give darkness to this. Absolutely. Story. Absolutely. And that's what has happened in our history. So we got to learn how to tell our story. And we got to learn how to come together as a people because that's the problem with America today. Mm -hmm. My father said in his book that, you know, he said, you white folks really created a monster in this hate. He called it bigotry in this bigotry. He said, because what it does is it blinds your eyes so you can't see. It deafens your ears so you can't hear. And then he says, for your mind, it makes it so you can't think but all about hate. You're so gross with it, then it gets to the point when you have kids, you inoculate your kids with this serum of hate. Mm. It carries on generation of generation until America stands up to its original sin. This will keep on popping back up like it's like in the 60s. I was around during the riots in the 60s. These are kind of riots, but they're not riots like in the 60s. Right. Mm -hmm. I like how you called it a um original sin. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's original is, sin. Right? Yeah. It's the first mistake they made. Yeah. And you don't apologize for it. Sydney, so, I was just thinking too, uh, like even if I didn't, even if I wasn't a beer drinker and I just happened to be listening to the Bruce and Banner podcast, it's live. Just off the story alone, I'm gonna grab the beer. Just right, to, you gotta buy it, right? You gotta buy it. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the story, the story, like because sometimes you know you can go into a um into a, like a um a liquor store or wherever you go to get your uh your crap beer from, and the can like just speaks to you. You be like, oh, the can looks nice. Let me just grab that. You may not even had it before, mm -hmm. but like just hearing the story, and if I grab this can, I read the can. I'm like, oh. I need to, I'm going to try this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. We need to, it don't like, matter. Black, I'm black. It. I'm black. I'm yeah. drinking this. Yeah, 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 yeah. pretty yeah. much. Hey, Raj, I have a question for you, Raj. You said that you had already studied uh, Max Senior before Kevin had brought uh, this proposal to you guys. What what got you into studying uh, the history of, I guess, Black Black Brew? Or was you what got you into getting to Mac? And how did you find him? Well, <clears throat> I'm a home brewer. So I've been home brewing for about close to like 16 years 
same amount of time as Jeff. And, uh, you know, I was always the only one. Mm. You know, so I was like, okay, I know there's other people out there. And I just yeah. start, you know, when I would come across people at breweries, people of color at breweries, I would always try to have a conversation with them and build like a relationship right. and kind of find out what their story is. Everybody has a story. True. And, uh, you know, we might have some commonalities or whatever. But uh, I wanted to know because, like, my uh, great uncle was a bootlegger. He was a part of what is now NASCAR because he used to race. They all used to get to all the bootleggers used yeah. to get to race their cars. Right. And uh, it was just something. I think it was in my DNA, like you said, Mr. Mac, is something that's injected into your DNA. And I just felt that there was a story that wasn't being told. And when I started, when I tried to find the information, it wasn't there. So it sent me on a quest. And uh, actually with me being here, one of the main reasons for me considering taking this job offer was the resources. Mm. You know, KJ, Mr. Mac, Jeff, Becca, everybody involved, man. It's like, we're not just a board. You know, yeah. like we really want to help the community and uh, educate, create, and have fun. Damn, that's so, dope. Yeah, that's really good. I appreciate that, Raj. No, no problem, man. So, so um, speaking of uh, the, the beer and uh, like the process of making the uh, the, the people's beer, uh, and and, I, and um, Mr. Max said uh, Jeff did his thing about it. <laughs> thing with it. So what, what was that process? Yeah, no, Jeff did it. I just kegged the beer. And kegged, yeah. <laughs> were there any? Were there any like ingredients from the fifties that were hard to find in in the two thousands and twenty twenty? That's a great question. Thank yeah. you. That was a good, that was a good question. Right? No, the ingredients weren't hard to find, okay. but they were completely different than what we normally use. So we normally use two row barley, and the original recipe called for six row barley instead of two row. Um, and then it also called for flake mm. four, which we've never used before. So we use two new ingredients on this beer that we've never used before. So for me, from the brewing side, it's fun because I get to try new ingredients and try new things yeah. and see how they play out. And I think, you know, it, it's been fun. I like experimenting and trying new things. So would that know, be would yeah. that be something that you would uh, use in your other brew other beers? Those two ingredients? Would you use those yeah. in future? Yeah, future we were actually talking using six row in a different beer coming mm -hmm. up just uh, to see if it's different how much different it is than two row and you know i had originally bought plate corn before this to try it but we never got around to it it sat in our grain bin for you know six months before we got to use it so it was something i had thought about using at one point in time but it just never came to fruition until the people's beer came along so okay was there any uh do well, this probably would be for Mac, maybe. But like, uh, do you know what techniques that your your father used back then? No, I can't. I can't. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm. I was a little kid at the time. Mm -hmm. I was a little kid. I was, uh, you know, maybe in my teens. But uh, oh, you weren't paying attention in your teens. Nah, you definitely. You should. I will tell you this: <laughs> that my father had his sons as little guys, little kids in our teens. He had us in the brewery working on weekends. I bet he did. The yeah. rest of the employees be had the weekend off. But that didn't mean <laughs> Mac kids. We open seven work. days a week. Oh man. <laughs> he, would, he would have semis come to be loaded up on weekends. 
and it was up. Right. Yeah, you're doing right. Free labor. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> hey, hey, you know, that's what made America great. I guess that's what made here great. <laughs> oh man, don't come on Wednesday. We have we have you ready on Saturday. <laughs> but hey, I enjoyed it. It it worked us to the bone. It yeah. taught us that we can uh, get the job done. And he used to say, Your name is Mac. That means something. Mm. See, he was his family back in the day in Platteville, Alabama. Mama Mac owned that land. There were not many blacks in the whole town of Prattville, Alabama, that owned their land. Yes, most of them were sharecroppers. Okay, but not the Macs because she said Macs are going to own the land which they stand because her mama was a slave. Mm. Right. And she was determined that Max will make something of themselves. And all of them did. My father went from that. And the, the, the main reason dad did came to the status of people's beer was two events in his life. When he was a young man, he used to be plowing that uh, behind a mule, right? In a cotton field, working for somebody else to make his money, right? But he could go home to his. He can work whoever he wanted to work. He plowing. And a group of white guys come past with a truck and said, In, don't you know you're supposed to ride a mule, not walk behind a mule? You that stupid. And that hurt my father. He said, Man, I'm not going to do this when I grow up. And then he went into the one of the old country stores owned by a white guy, right? And he went in there, and the, the white guy had a son the same age as my father. And the white guy told my father that from now on, you're going to have to call my son, sir. Oh, shit. And my father was like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. And he said, well, you one of them uppity Indians. Oh, of course. Yeah. And you're going to be dead before you 40, drunk with a bottle in your hand. That's how you're going to go out because you nothing like the rest of them ends are nothing. Well, when dad brought people's beer, he told my mother, Pearl, I got to take a trip. <laughs> I know where you're going. Said, I know exactly where where are you going? <laughs> and then she looked at him and saw that look in dad's face, <laughs> that stern T-Mac look. She said, oh, I know where you're going. She said, okay, baby. You know, I see, see you when you back get back. <laughs> <laughs> he went to Alabama. He went to that store. In his book, he said he went to the store because he was going to slam this man. He was going to slam intellectually. But dad asked the son, who was a grown man now, where's your father? So he back there. Tell him Ted Mack is here to see him. Okay. He came out. Dad said, you remember me? I'm Ted Mack. You told me I was going to be nothing. You told me that I was going to be a drunk. And I don't even drink. <laughs> but I just brought a brewery. I went to University of Marquette and the University of Ohio State. I played football for Woody Hayes. I did all these things. 
I made something of myself. Mm-hmm. And he said, what you think about that? And he then he was going to blast him after he got the response. <laughs> and then the guy says, Ted, we heard about you. I am so sorry. You go ahead and have a good life. You keep doing the things you're doing. And they was like, dang. <laughs> he said, you, he's like, you messed up my trip. <laughs> I was coming to get you and you came back like that. But the one thing this guy did, remember this. The guy apologized, right? He admitted he was wrong. What America have yet to done do for us. Yep. Right. And keep their promise. Because I don't know if any of you brothers, but I haven't got my 40 acres in you. No. And it was $50. Yeah. I didn't get that change either. Oh, it's more than 50 now, baby. That's 50 back then, right? right. And, you know, if you know the truth, right. when, and they talk about, well, our history books, why y'all talk about wanting to change history? Because your history was not telling the truth. It's not right. Exactly. It's That's not, not the correct history. Hey, hey, you said you freed us as slaves, right? Okay. All right. You know. They freed us, right? <laughs> Do you know they kept us working in the coal mines for um, U.S. Steel until the 1940s? Right. For free. Mm-hmm. You sit and you stand on the corner. A brother stand on the corner in the South. He gets arrested. Give a fine that he couldn't pay. They, the state Lends him out or, or hires him out, slave, mm-hmm. hires him out for the rest of his life. For standing on the corner. For standing on the corner. Yeah. For being black in America. Yeah, I, I think we talked about that. And that's how yeah. America was great. Because now they're getting this free labor. U.S. Steel got you in the coal mines and wherever else. They still use you on the plant, and they're not there. You know, not not legal slavery, but it's the undercut slavery. Yeah, right. yep. Because really, right. we had we had our rights at one time after the war. That's why you had black seven to ten years. It was like seven to ten years afterwards. Yeah, yeah. We were, we were the highest, highest percentage. Of- we had the biggest population, so we controlled the South. Right. And uh, the the white. Politician or the white power structure didn't like that. So they, they, instead of having a new civil war, the North just gave them us back with the Jim Crow laws and how they allowed them to do us. So, yes, we're owed something, but my father would never beg for nothing. Yeah. He said, I'm not begging no man, black man or white man, for nothing. He said, What I'm going to do. I'm going to earn it. It's be so good, they gonna, I'm going to earn it. And they kept trying to race that systematic racism kept coming at him, pulling him back. But he would never give up. Never give up. And that's how I feel about what we're doing right now. I'm going to never give up, man. Right. Time I left California, come back to Atlanta. In my spirit, it hit me that, hey, we need a buyer right here in Atlanta. But I remember what the, how they stopped dad going to Gary and Indiana because they said you can't sell. They first they told him you can sell directly 
you know, in, in Indiana. Then they, when he brought his three semis, he was told that hey, you got to take guns because they're going to try to take your semis because they're going to say you brought this beer over state lines. And really what they're saying is you got to go through their system before you, and like here, like in uh, Atlanta, mm -hmm. you know, or Georgia, you can't sell directly. You got to go to a, uh, a, a wholesaler, then sell to the public. Okay. The retail and the retail sales to the public. Well, right. you know, they had that game in place, mainly mafia game, but they had that game in place, you know? And so they stopped him. My dad had his guns and he told him, hey, you, you know, that this is not in the story that you hear in the papers. That he said, hey, uh, whoever told you to try to take my stuff, because he heard it from Washington. Dad had political contacts, white and black. They told him what was going to happen. Take your guns because they're going to take your stuff. And dad told them, whoever told you to do this, let them know at the first shot, the whole world will know about people's beer. And then you will not be able to stop me. Mm -hmm. But what they did was, they uh, escorted him back to Wisconsin from Indiana. How you can do that? You got to go to another state called uh, Illinois. But they did it. And then they, the beer cartel got him in the end by doing black bagging. If you know a black, they were named after us, of course. They're, they're crooked. As <laughs> black bagging. Black bagging is getting uh, your competitor off the shelves. The big boys just take all the oh, shelves yeah. and so they cannot. Oh, That's right. how he squeezed them out because dad had a secret plan. It wasn't too secret. When he brought Chief Oshkosh and Oshkosh too. So that's the second brewery he brought. Okay. He brought the labels because he said, no, I'm not buying the brewery because I know our brewery is better than that, what they had over there. But I'm going to buy the label because the distribution system that they had. Mm. So they black bagged him with Chief Oshkosh wow. so he wouldn't have that siphon of money coming in to save the company from that. You're and right. then uh, some Africans tried to come in uh, from Nigeria. They wanted to uh, look at people's beer, probably invest, which they could. They had the money. Do you know that visas got canceled by the United States? Mm. So they I, couldn't come I over believe here. It. I believe it. And my father had to end up being the brother he is after all this stuff was happening. They're about to stop people's beer. He said, well, I'm going to go over there. <laughs> He went over there. He was going to, you know, see if it was viable to start a brewery over there. But he saw, I don't know the full story. He says in his book, uh, well, my mother told me that there was too much division going on over there. Hmm. He didn't want to put us in that situation. Right. It was worse than putting us in Oshkosh. Yeah. You know. Wow. And so he wasn't going to do that. And when my family went to Oshkosh, we were the only black family. Mm. Okay. Mr. Mack, was he, was there another beer besides the lager? Oh uh, yeah, they did. Chief Oshkosh, they used to have a holiday brew that they used to do every, every season. And they had one of that. I forget what it was, but I remember the holiday brew because they used to change the, the can label and all that. And that was a big thing up there because this is basically a German beer. Yeah. It was a good German beer. And when they used to say that because a black man has it, the quality has gone down. Well, dad went and sent uh, the beer to one of the top uh, raters of beer at the time. Uh, I believe it was in uh, Illinois. I 
Cyber, Cyber Institute or something like that. Siebel Institute. What was it? Siebel, S-I-E-B-E-S. Yeah, Siebel Institute. And they rated it very highly. And they said it was one of the best. They called up my father. And I have this in my book because my father used to say, they called me up and told me this is one of the best beers in the nation at the time. And this is people's beer. Right. Good beer. But he didn't have the marketing um, uh, income or budget to let the people know. And they probably wouldn't have believed it anyway. Right. But we have the same beer today. Awesome. Well, it, it definitely is a good beer. Yeah. It is a, it is yes. a good beer. Yes. I What's up? Why we only have one, Jeff and Raj? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're looking to get that one. Yeah. <laughs> how many how many runs have y'all done? Or or do y'all plan on doing more? How's that how's that working? Right. Uh, how, how you uh, happen for that? For the uh 50th anniversary, which is on uh October 10th, we did uh 14 barrels. So uh it's gonna be enough to go around and uh you know, hopefully I don't know if it's in the plan. I hope it is to just keep producing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's keep what that I was going Yeah, keep the legacy story going. Yeah. So we put yeah. all the batch prior for the original release. So that was the beer can you have now is batch number one. Yeah. Uh, on 10 9, we're canning batch number two. Um, and so batch number two, we doubled the size of it because. The original batch was only seven barrels, so we have a seven barrel brew house, and now we bumped it up to a 14 barrel brew. Um, so we're basically going to can the entire batch. Hopefully, we'll get you know 100, 150 cases, but that's about the max that we can get from one batch of beer okay. on our scale right now. So, you know, the first batch it was a, a small version of what we can do, and we've started conversations with other, you know, trying as an ownership group on how we're going to grow this brand and make make it a regular release and be able to distribute it nationally so that's kind of our yeah, yeah. i like that i like that we're already starting the rolling kj has been great he's been, he's got a couple meetings set up coming up so hopefully we'll be able to have some some big exciting news here soon so yeah yeah, yeah i hope I, so too me too i think i have one more question um i may have more who knows um yeah, right. But on the bottom of the can, I like looking at bottom of the cans because uh, some people put different things on it. <laughs> I know, Mr. Mac, you're a religious man. Was it your idea to put the Bible verse? No, no, it's Brother Kevin. Okay, okay. okay. He, okay. he told me he, you know, after we did we did a final deal. I had to put together some the last the last day that I was there. They put the pressure on me. Everything <laughs> on you, Mac. We're not gonna be able to release the beer unless you get this done, Mac. <laughs> and uh, that was the first time he saw me go like this <laughs> because I had to deal with some internal family issues. But okay. you know, okay, but God is good, you know. Right. Um, I told him, uh, "Yo, brother, do not pick me up until I get this done." I didn't come all the way to Sacramento to fail. Right. right. Not to fail you. Not to fail the team or myself. I know what's at stake and I know who I serve and we're going to get this done. And I remember when I sent him a text uh, and let him know that it was done, he sent a text back saying, well, no, no, one more got to sign off. And, you know, I'm like, no, <laughs> no man, uh, you need, I said, I, I said done. 
uh, that's already with your executive assistant. Check it out. Uh, I'll pick up in 15 minutes, you know. <laughs> and he told me one thing in the car that mean, you know, he played basketball. So if you play basketball, you know what this means. He said, brother, I want to tell you something. I said, what's that? That was fourth quarter right there, man. Mm-hmm. Clutch. Clutch, yes. Because, hey, that's it. <laughs> you got to come through. And I'm Ted Mack's son. He always told me when 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 stuff happens, you got to step up, brother. Right. Even when we're in Oshkosh, you the only black your age here. You got to step up every day. He said, if you get in a fight, guess what? You can't lose. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can't lose. Wait, 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 wait. You know, but I come from the hood, so I wasn't expecting to, you know. <laughs> but um, he put it on us that you had to stand up and he would not allow. See, he made us proud of who we are. I was proud to be Mac and I was proud to be black. But he said, but don't you let that 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 self-esteem that is so high make you abuse other people. Right. right. He said, you treat everybody right. You let the, if they going to come out wrong, you let them start it. You just finish it. True. But you right. never treat anybody like you wouldn't want yourself to be treated. Right. So he, he led us to be good people, proud in your heritage. I knew my black history. I mentor right now. I teach young men their black history, who they are, and that they can achieve what they put their mind to. You know? And when you go through failure, I said, don't feel bad about failure. Failure is the stepping stone. It's the prerequisite to success. Yes. If you don't fail, you're not going to have no success. So fear not failure. Take a hold of it and overcome it. Right. That's how I, I, I'm, I'm telling you. Y'all get me going now. So I'm going to love it. I love it. <laughs> Hey, I don't you know what know. my wife tells me when I get because I teach uh, online. Uh, we we have a discipleship group or couples that we mentor, and uh, when I get going, they see I get closer and closer to the screen. They were like, "Here you go, okay. yeah. Yeah. It's, about it's about to get serious. It's yeah. about to say something for real." I'm so proud of this project. I'm so proud of the people involved. Uh, you know, for me and my family, it's a great love for you guys um, because you are actually continuing a legacy. For sure, yeah, a hard-fought legacy, and introducing but, and introducing the legacy yeah. to, others. to others. Yes, and that's what Dad said. I want the next generation to know my story, so that they can know what they can do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where you come from. This dude came. His mama came from slaves. Yes. He was picking cotton. Mm. He, a black man buying a brewery and Pap's Blue Ribbon, which is still around today, dad is the one who integrated Pap's Blue Ribbon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They came to him after the riots. They said, hey, Mr. Mack, we've seen you, all you've done. You know, the CEO of Pass the ribbon was on our doorstep one day when my dad came home from work. And my father said, listen, I want you to know I'm not a house in. I'm going to tell like it is. All right. He said, Mr. Mack, I know who you are. He wow. said, but after the riots, you know, I'm, I'm the chamber, uh, I'm the president of the chamber of commerce too. And after the riots, we knew that we have to start integrating because it's it's not fair 
if we can talk about integration and all that and not doing it with the biggest companies here in Milwaukee. And he asked my father to come down to uh, the brewery. My father did. He gave him a tour. He said, how many blacks you see? And my father said, less than one hand, on one hand, you know, so less than five people. Mm. Is that right? And my father said, blank, no. He said, Milwaukee is over 30% black. Oh, really? your, your workforce should be over 30% black. Right. He said, that should be fair. You should be fair. And so he said, that's why I'm talking to you. I need somebody with your qualities to lead this project. And my father said, you know what I said before, I'm not a house. He said, I understand. And he said, another thing, I'm, I'm not gonna get caught up in this uh, stuff that you guys play. I wanna, if I take it, I only report to you. And he agreed, yeah, you only report to me, Matt. And they developed, and, and this is how life goes, man. They developed, even after he got dogged with blacks, okay? And Pastor Lou Ribbon was part of that dog in him, mm -hmm. okay? But when it came time for Dad choosing what he's going to do, because they wanted Dad to come back to Pastor Lou Ribbon, and they were going to give him an uh, unheard of position and salary for a black man. But dad had another opportunity. That's when people's beer came. And they used to just send dad junk, but dad knew the industry, so he wouldn't buy all these companies that which he called junk. But when they send people's beer, he said, wow, this this okay, let me check this out. So he went up there, examined it, but dad said, I'm not an engineer. So who did he call up who had the engineers to check it out? He called up President Wyndham, president of Blue Ribbon. And because Wyndham knew I owe you one, he said, hey, I'm going to send my best engineers and my brewmaster up there, making sure everything's tight. Mm -hmm. They made sure it was tight and it helped make it even tighter. <laughs> nice. And then my dad said, this is the way I'm going to go. I, you know what? I do have a, a question. Going back to the Bible verse on the bottom of the can. Now, what's your say, uh, Yoda? Do they all have the same? That's what yeah, I'm saying. Mine's Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, Eat, uh, drink, and be married, brother. Eat, drink, and be married. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. mean, it's per it's definitely perfect for the. Yeah. <laughs> and some people be saying that, oh, you know, you're not supposed to, you know, I'm a deacon in the church, right? You know, and if God can take a brother like me and make a deacon in the church, he can do it to anybody. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's true that you just be. Oh, what were you saying, bro? I was like, I, I forgot what was on the bottom of the can, but what, what, what does it say on the bottom of the can? I believe it's the verse of "Eat, drink, and be merry." Yeah, it just, it just says the, the part. Just, uh, it just, it says what it is. It gives you where the location is, so you can go look at it. Right, right. Do you read? Google it. Yeah. Google it, Raj. <laughs> Come on, Raj. Hey, Google hey, it. Hey, <laughs> that ties into Ecclesiastes 7 and 7, so check that one out. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, yeah, verses. I get that one. But the powerful thing is that uh, some would tell me that, you know, because of my what I do, um, that man, you getting a brewery and all that. And I was talking to a brother. He said, "Matt, come on, don't don't even worry about that. If that's what God is giving you to touch the people, 
to is that the platform that he's going to give you to speak truth to the people right then you go ahead and use it do it right you go ahead right. and do that right you know because jesus himself his first miracle was turning water into wine right right so, yeah. at right. a party <laughs> so, so uh, you go ahead and mess with Jesus if you want. To. I wouldn't advise, you. right? Absolutely. But but uh, you know, I like dropping true knowledge on people. You know, right? You got to right. come with me with facts. Don't come with me with what you think, and if you don't have any facts behind right. it. And right. you know, my dad would be so proud of the people that's connected to um, Oak Park Brewery. He'd be so proud of Jeff and Raj and see how they work together to make this thing go, you know, and the rest of the team. I met uh, the whole team and uh, most of the workers, I guess. And and man, it was it was a family thing and it was a powerful thing. And that's what dad did, because when he came to Oshkosh, most of his workers were white. The blacks in Milwaukee said, fire them all. That's what they do to us. Do you think dad did that? No, 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 Right. He wanted to do what we're we're going to do now mm -hmm. is make it a national brand, if not international, you know. Right. And because we do matter, black lives do matter. But you know what? Dad said, What what color is money? Green. Yeah. He says, if we go and do the best for everybody, we're gonna get the green. Right. We got a good product, the beer has been resurrected from 50 years ago and you just tasted it. Was it good, brothers? Yeah, definitely. definitely. Delicious. Delicious. Okay. Delicious. So we're given quality. This is not less than, this is above than. Okay? And it's just the start. But just watch this ride. That's all I got to say. Watch this ride. Right. Well, absolutely. Um, um, it is definitely a good beer, but before we, I know we've been home for a little while and we will keep everybody. So we do a start wrapping it up but okay. but before we do that i just wanted to know uh more about the uh the event that is happening to, to on uh, october 10th uh in um sacramento uh the it's their 50th anniversary uh celebration of the beards i just i uh, want to get more information on that so people who are in the area or planning to be on the area that know know where to be at on the 10th right <laughs> so yeah we're planning a, a fairly large COVID friendly um, celebration as best we can. So we have set up an event on Saturday the 10th. We're gonna have at least 15 black owned businesses out supporting the cause. They're gonna set up little vendors. So we're focusing on the people's beer release and also promoting black owned businesses during the event. So we're gonna have at least 15 to 20 vendors. We got some sidewalks shut off. Um, we're going to have two different beer stations on both sides of our building. So it should be a pretty fun event. It's free. It's open to the public. Um, so we're just really looking to celebrate, you know, the people's beer 
Theodore Mack Sr. and then also promoting Black-owned businesses in Sacramento. So, what's that? Uh, what's that address where this is located at? Uh, our address is three five one four Broadway in Sacramento nine five eight one seven. That's what's up. Um, well, I, when I want to thank uh, Raj and Jeff Oak Park Brewing and uh, oh, Mr. Good, Theodore man. Mack for coming on and telling yeah, us all sure. about the People's Beer, People's Brewing. Yeah, uh, we appreciate y'all. And the anniversary that is happening, Thank 50, 50 years uh, in the making, uh, the original recipe from Oshkosh to Oak Park, as the can says, the, uh, it's actually a dope can. Uh, so I want to thank everybody uh, for coming on. But before we go, I always like to know how people can find out more about uh, yourself as individuals or the brand itself. Uh, so we can start with uh, Raj and Jeff. All right. All right. So uh, you can find me at uh, Black's Brew Beer on instagram blks brew beer and uh i just launched a youtube page so you can see me in my day-to-day -day life <laughs> as a human and a, a <laughs> and whatever happens so it's my life's very based around comedy and the things that i okay. interact <laughs> on a daily basis so yeah so you can reach me there you can find Oak park at, um, on instagram at OP Bruco, um, same thing for the webpage, opbruco.com. Um, me personally, my Instagram is G-E-L-F-F-P-Scott, or whatever. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah. <laughs> he sound like Scott. me. <laughs> Rob did the same thing. You can find me. Uh, wait, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, Mr. Mack, how, how can people get in touch with you? Learn more well, about the story? Uh, I have a team. We're working on it right now to uh, get things together because we're having uh, two books come out. Um, and we'll be able to uh, give that information probably right after the 10th, uh, okay. after we get everything together. Uh, and uh, on that line, you will have opportunity to get my father's book, uh, which is um, uh, The Country Boy Memoirs of Theodore Mack Sr. And then my book, um, Man Unafraid, uh, Reflections of My Father. And then uh, uh, I do have, we're gonna put a lot of other information on there. Uh, I do have a lot of his paperwork. I have when he sued uh, America for a hundred million dollars at the time, we still have those legal papers and all that. So we're gonna have a lot going on. All right. Um, yeah. But where uh, can they find but you? Mac, Mac, you need to get yourself a, um, a uh, Instagram or uh, I'm about to do it. That's what they're working on right now. Yeah, you got a good, you got a good speaking voice. Like, is <laughs> like, like, like you, like you, you, you'll catch somebody's attention immediately. <laughs> so I would definitely start a page and start posting some stuff. Man. Yeah, yep. Uh, that's that's in the planning stages. Yeah, they, they say you got that very white man. You got to use it, bro. Yeah, you got it. You got it. there. You go. You got to yeah, use it. Yeah. <laughs> And when it's when it's some when it's some knowledge coming out that Barry White man, it's always good. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I try to drop it to my brother. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Hey, before we, before we sign off, so this is one of the original cans from the seventies. Oh, oh, so that's like oh, pretty close. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah, we're super wow. stoked, man. Uh, you know, we have a little setup. We call it the VI the the uh, People's Beer VIP room. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why Jeff and I are sitting back here today, but, uh, but yeah, man, you know, it's like we, we'll probably be getting more memorabilia, you know, in, and, uh, you know, people can see the people's beer memorabilia, 
you know so uh yeah we just want to push this globally if, if we can and definitely share the story a guy came in a couple of days ago and he didn't even know about theater mac and he's in the beer world mm. you know so uh you know it was, it was great to share that story with them and the you know bring him back here and let him see the themes and thank you all thank of you guys you. Seeing you in October. Yes, thank you guys. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely uh, informative, and guys got to come back because I'm sure there's more to tell yeah, uh, on, on both subjects, the brewery right. and, and also Mr. Mac's story. Right. Uh, All right, we'll do. Uh, yo, before uh, uh, how do, how they find you? And you can find me on Instagram at 302 Yoda, and on Instagram and Facebook at Delaware on Grind. Uh, Lou had to go, so you can find him at Lou Belgium <laughs> at Lou Belgium. <laughs> Uh, for the for your beer needs, <laughs> and you can find Bruce and Banter podcast at Bruce and Banter podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, you can watch the live stream on Facebook or YouTube, uh, and you can down and you can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, we are there. You can even say Alexa, play Bruce and Banter podcast, and she will do that for you. Um, until next time, uh, yeah. I want to thank our guest again. Thank you. Thank you all. We appreciate y'all coming on, man. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right. Good job, guys. Thank you. Thank you, man. We appreciate you, man. I hope I represented right. Yeah, I definitely did, man. <laughs> definitely. Oh, Thank wow. You. Shout out to Dave who could make it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we got to do this again, brother. Yeah, you got to come on again, definitely.